0: hey guys you are tuned into lit talk with yours truly Kita g and today we have a bonus business episode and i'm so excited because we have life coach tracy in the building today and she's going to give us some pointers on how we can get our success journey popping so thank you for tuning in and let's get into it So thank you so much for coming up to the show and discussing your greatness with us. Of course.
1: Thank you so much for having
0: me. You are so welcome. So for those who are not sure exactly what a life coach is, can you just explain a little bit why they are significant to someone's path or um, success journey?
1: Sure. Absolutely. So um, life coaching is a really Interesting industry, right? Because basically, everyone is a life coach to some degree. Um, When you think about advice that you give to your family, advice that you give to co workers in church or, you know, whatever the environment may be, we're all people that's, you know, learning and sharing our experiences and things like that. Um, So, what a life coach is, is basically someone who has a passion for helping people, um, someone that has a passion for sharing their experiences, um, and then they go out and And they kind of create a business around that. So most life coaches are um, business owners. There are some that work in corporations and companies and things like that. Um, I worked at a fintech company where we had like a life coach come in and we did activities and that sort of thing together. Um, But a lot of us are, you know, business owners. So basically I am um, a niche life coach, right? So um, because of my educational background and my professional background, I have a lot of business development branding marketing experience but my personal passion is to help people right I've never met a stranger like the first time we met I was like we about to be best friends right yeah. so that's just normal you know how I am so um I was trying to figure out how to put that together and do something that I like and at a time like this where you know there's a pandemic going around the unemployment rate is crazy high people are really leaning into their passion more but they don't know where to go or how to get started that's where like a coach comes in because we hold you accountable right life coaches are action-oriented people Um, So basically, it's like, yes, I want to pat you on your back and give you the warm and fuzzies and make you feel all better. But ultimately, my goal is to help you create a plan that is something that is realistic and executable for you and then help you through accomplishing those goals. Keep you accountable, keep you focused, and keep you motivated and inspired to be the best version of yourself. So that's what a a good life coach is is supposed to do for you. That is so awesome.
0: And what what, what, would... I'm sorry, are you getting any um feedback from the microphone at all? Um, just a little bit, but okay. I can hear you better now. Okay, awesome. I'm sorry about that. So okay. what caught my attention about what you um how, of what you described about uh being a life coach is the fact that you uh are like an accountability coach because you hold people accountable for their goals. You know, yes. and that is something that I I think personally is super important. For you as a life coach, how important do you think accountability is for someone in their success journey and why?
1: Oh my gosh, it is like, it's as important, I would almost say more important than the goal itself, right? Because I can have a million great ideas, but if all they ever are are ideas, things that I think about, things that I think are good, but then I don't have anybody saying, okay, you have this idea, and I talked to you about it last week and you didn't do anything with it. Now it's a month and you haven't done anything with it. Now it's a year and then five, then 10, right? Years and past. And you have this book in you or this business in you or, you know, this goal in you and you've done nothing with it. So accountability is so, so, so important. A lot of people um, have great ideas, and, but the problem is they haven't figured out a strong enough why to make them commit to that idea to make them follow through on doing the work that's needed to get it done and sometimes you don't feel like it right so if you don't have the why and you don't feel like it the only thing that's going to make you do it is if you have somebody keeping you accountable so it's very important
0: i agree So now what are some of the things to keep in mind when conflict arises in one's journey um, to success and they find it hard to persevere. You have so many people that say, Oh, you know, I had a business and this happened, or I wanted to do something and this occurred and it stopped me for those people who may have experienced a success journey, but have tapped out or have thought about tapping out. What do you say or what are some of the things that you would want them to keep in mind if they are on that journey right now and they find themselves conflicted because you know with everything going on right now, it's easy to say, you know what, I'm not doing this. So what are some things to keep in mind when you want to be successful and conflict occurs?
1: yeah um the first thing that i would say is it goes back to the why right Mm -hmm. so um a lot of things that i i point out to my my clients when they first get started is why are you doing this right Mm -hmm. um so you want to lose weight why do you want to lose weight right it's not just because you're going to the beach right you want to lose weight because you want to be healthy You wanna live a long life, you wanna be there for your children, you wanna be there for your parents if they're getting older in age. You know, you have things, places you wanna go, people you wanna see. Like, it's not just about getting a couple cute pictures on the beach, it's deeper than that, right? So a lot of people stop at the surface. Oh, I'm starting a business because I wanna make more money. Okay, yeah, you wanna make money, but why because maybe you grew up and you didn't have everything that you needed and you don't want your children to experience that or your family to experience that you want to be able to control your time a little bit better you know what I mean you want to be able to do something that you love so that every day your life feels more fulfilling so it's not just because of the money you know it's deeper than that and a lot of people they, they fail they run into conflicts or challenges and they're not able to get back up because they don't have a strong enough why a strong enough thing to say okay i'm human it was a bad moment or a bad day or whatever but i remember why why i'm doing this so the why is really very important another thing is i think people set realistic unrealistic expectations for themselves sometimes. Um, so it's like don't set yourself up for failure, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're trying to pay off all your debt and you have a hundred thousand dollars of debt and you make fifty thousand dollars a year but your goal is to be out of debt in a year now. That, that, that math doesn't even add up, right? You know what I mean? So unless you're about to get a part-time job, another job, a or something, not spend any money on anything, whatever, realistically, it would be very difficult to accomplish that goal. So a lot of people stumble and they run into walls because they just, they aren't setting realistic goals for themselves. They're not thinking through all that goes into accomplishing what they're trying to accomplish. You know what I mean? So that's another reason that, that people don't think about. So I would say if you run into a challenge, like think about why you fail. Don't just look at the failure. Don't just look at the obstacle. Don't just look at the challenge. But think about why it had such a big impact on what you were trying to do. And sometimes it's just because it's, it's, not, it's not unattainable. It's just maybe not unattainable within the time frame that you set for yourself. Um, and I would say another thing that people really need to keep in mind is that any goal is achievable. Any goal is achievable if you break it down into pieces that are small enough to achieve, Mm -hmm. right? So I want to write a book. It's not likely that I'm going to sit down and write a whole book today. Now, I know that you work with a lot of authors, and they may get in the flow and be able to kick out a book in one day. But if it's your first book, you have no idea where to start. You just have some ideas in your mind. You know what I mean? Realistically, I'm going to write five pages today. I'm going to figure out what the title of the book is going to be. I'm going to come up with some characters. Every day, I'm going to invest 30 minutes or an hour into working on this book. And then in three months or six months or a year, whatever makes sense with your life, Life, then you've accomplished that goal. But if you don't break down your goals small enough for them to actually be attainable, you're already setting yourself up with failure from, failure from the beginning. So I would say those are some things that are really, really common that people need to consider when they start feeling like, oh, I can't do this, whatever. Just really put reality into perspective and then be nice to yourself, like for real. <laughs> I love I, that. I say it all the time. You know I say that all the time, right?
0: To yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay, you had a bad day. You ate the cake, anime. All right, fine. <laughs> Just don't eat the cake tomorrow. You know one of I mean? your, fi- one of my favorite sayings that you always seem to post is, "Have a good day on purpose." Yes. Yes. In an era of self-love, people are more geared to self-love. Can you please yes. tell me for those people who may not understand what that means? Because some people really don't understand what it means to have a good day on purpose. They yes. think having a good day is determined by the things that the events that happen in their lives and a lot of times they let those events affect their success. Yeah. So what exactly does have a good day on purpose really mean?
1: Yes, that's a that's a really good question. So it's all about intentionality. It is all about intentionality. You wake up in the morning, you stub your toe on the side of the bed. That could be a bad five seconds, but that could be now my day is ruined because I woke up, I hit my foot. Oh, now I know what today is gonna be like. Well, no, that's only if you're seeking out now all of these bad things to come. But if you let it just roll off, okay, my little toe hurt, I'm gonna hop around for two or three seconds and I'm gonna get over it because it's not that big of a deal. Right? And then I keep moving because I was intentional in saying, I'm not gonna let that stop me. Oh, there's traffic now. Instead of getting upset about it, buy a good CD. Have a concert in your car. You know what I mean? Because there may be a reason why you're in this traffic. Maybe you know, the powers that be are preventing you from being in an accident. Maybe there's something at work going on that you maybe not need to be a part of or whatever the case may be. Instead of thinking of everything from a negative stance, try to find the good in it. You know what I mean? Um, so a lot of the things that happen, I can feel them kind of like, you know when somebody is pushing your buttons, you know yourself, you're self-aware. And then you have an opportunity to say, I'm gonna let this get the best of me or I'm gonna go ahead and respectfully excuse myself from a scenario that's gonna emotionally put me in a place or mentally put me in a place that I don't want to be. So I'm very, very intentional in my interactions. On purpose, I listen to motivational videos, not because I'm sad, but because I want to stay in a headspace of keep going, keep pushing. I listen to You know, gospel music, not trying to push any beliefs on anybody, but (laughs) I listen to gospel music a lot. Right. right? Because not because I'm going through anything, but because I'm like, listen, I need to have something upbeat, feeling good or some R&B throwback, you know, that I can get into or, you know, whatever I journal. Like I do things on purpose to make sure that I stay in a good space most of the time. You know what I mean? So that's what I
0: mean by have a great day on purpose. Be intentional about having a good day. I love it. I love it because I think we wake up every morning and we just go. Mm -hmm. And I'm learning now to wake up in the morning and give myself time to collect my thoughts, to organize my thoughts, to organize. And that even in, in, in terms of intentions, you can't have good intentions if they're not premeditated. You yes, have to think about right. the things that you need in order to develop your intentions. So I love that concept. Um, I, I w- w- Also, I wanted to ask you, in a time where it's so, you know, society is so conflicted right now, people are very emotional. Mm-hmm. And a yeah. lot of times people bring those emotions that they personally have and they bring it into their power. Professional self, Uh and you know, I know we all have been there. We've experienced it. How do you overcome, or how do you keep emotional control in a time, you know, and every, you know, everything is is tough right now. Even running a business right now. So now you're going home and you're watching the mayhem that's going on on the TV, then maybe your personal life is a little hectic and now your business is hectic because it's slowing uh-huh. down. How do you, how how do we maintain that emotional control? Like, you know, how do we keep our, suc- our goals intact and our minds organized and our emotions in the right place? You uh-huh. know, how do we do that? So I think it depends on the situation,
1: but I, I kind of think about like the power of 24. Right. So depending on what the situation is, you're gonna get 24 seconds, minutes, or hours of me being emotional. So if I stub my toe, that's 24 seconds, right? If this maybe something bad going on at work, and maybe they're talking about, you know, it's something going on or whatever, but you still gonna have your job and all that so it's not real heavy but it's a new manager and maybe they're not the best to work with that might get 24 minutes
0: right
1: is it something really really heavy you know you're going through a breakup or whatever the case may be that'll likely get 24 hours now the listeners may say that's unrealistic here's the reason why that's not unrealistic I'm not saying you're not still going to feel what you're feeling. I'm saying that you're choosing not to focus on those feelings past that time period. So I'm allowing myself to feel my toe hurts for 24 seconds. It hurt. it's in pain, whatever. But now I'm gonna push past that. It still hurts, but I have something to do. So I'm going to keep walking. I'm going to keep getting dressed in the morning because I need to leave. I still have something that I need to take care of. So it's not that you're denying yourself of that feeling. You're allowing yourself to feel what you're feeling. You're allowing yourself to go through that emotion. And then you're saying, okay, that's enough because I'm putting into perspective the level of what caused that emotion, right? So I'm late for work. Should you really be mad for 24 hours because you were late for work? Unless you got fired, probably not you know what I'm saying (laughs) you know what I mean so if you think about like the things that make us so upset and emotional when you really think about like is this, does this feeling match what actually happened to me
0: mm-hmm. you know what I mean
1: or am I just compiling the feelings on top of the feelings that I'm not crying now because I was late for work I'm crying because I never processed that feeling about something else that happened three weeks ago and everything is stacking on top of everything
0: else then you can kind of work through what's really causing the emotion yes. you know what
1: I mean mm-hmm. so putting things into perspective and giving yourself a time frame to say okay Now it's been too long. You know what I mean? Whatever the case may be, then, you know, that allows you to kind of stay even and then also find things to pull yourself out of that space. So a lot of people, they get upset, they get emotional, and they don't know what to do. So don't find them when you're upset and emotional because you're probably going to go to something that you may or may not need to do, right? Mm -hmm. But if you already know in advance, like when I get upset, I know that if I work out real hard for an hour, like some people are health fanatics, they work out good for an hour, they get those good endorphins to their brain and all that, and now they're calm, and they're able to focus on the solution. Okay, I was upset, I worked out, I feel a little bit better, now I can focus on what I need to do next. Some people like to cook, because cooking attaches to different memories, and if you allow the aroma from what you're cooking, if you cook that meal you made with mom or grandma or dad or whomever, your kids or whatever. And that, that memory connects to, the aroma connects and it brings back that memory. And now you're a little bit more calm, you feel a little bit better. Some people meditate, some people do different things, but I say that to say, figure out what helps you get out of the slump, what helps you feel better in those moments that you feel down, and then you can find a solution. So step one, figure out the perspective. How upset should I be right now, realistically? <laughs> step two, what do I need to do to make myself feel a little bit better? Like, I get it, I'm upset. And rightfully so, because I'm human, but how can I make myself feel a little, little bit better? And then step three, what's the solution? Because life coaches are very action-oriented. That's one of the biggest differences between therapists and life coaches. Therapists are amazing. If you need a therapist, please get a therapist. A lot of people have therapists and life coaches at the same time, you know (laughs) what I mean? So I think that they're great, but life coaches are not therapists. You know what I mean? We don't deal with deep trauma, we don't deal with any of that, but we are very, very action oriented where it's, I understand why you're gonna do what you're going through, at the end of this, we need to find a solution. You know, so one, two, three. Perspective, feel
0: better, solution. Now, (laughs) I love this. When I think about these people, I think about myself in a way. But some at, at times, I find myself being very comfortable in my chaos. You know, a lot of people work in organized chaos, right? So how important is organization? No chaos. Just organization by itself. Because people, I, I, I don't think people realize like, something as simple as shredding your mail that you're not going to need anymore is a part of your success journey. Why? Because you're getting that negative mail out your your face. You're getting that junk out your face. So can you please explain to the people how important organization is to success
1: overall? Yes, it definitely is. And that's a good point that you bring up. It definitely is. And the thing is, it's like... I'm old school when it comes to paper too, like I had totes, you know, the 30 gallon totes that you just filled with papers 20 years ago, like, you know, just ridiculous stuff that you just don't need. And when I said, okay, I I came to the same realization as you where it's like, you know what, you need to be very protective of your space and your energy, you know, and the flow of things and all of that. So, you know, organization is really very important. Um, Organizing your day, let's start small, right? Before we tell people to get rid of everything in their house, organize your day. Let's start there. You mentioned that earlier. You wake up in the morning, you think about what you're gonna do in that day. You know what I mean? That is so important. That's so important for a lot of reasons. One, you can track your progress. So on those days when you're feeling like you're not moving forward and you're not anywhere near your goal, you can look back and you can say, you know what, but last week I did this, I did that, I did this, I did that, you know what, I am making progress. I am heading in the right direction. So one, just having like the things organized, you can go back and look to see everything that you did. That's great. Another reason is you don't want to waste time, right? So, um...
0: I, was, I shared a video that Arnold Schwarzenegger, funny enough, um, put up about like not wasting time. I saw that um, a great while ago. Actually, That's a really good video. That? That's a really good video. Very I'm strong message. Yes, right? And he's breaking down like, days how many hours are in a day how many
1: hours you sleep how many hours you have available right and and it just made me feel like i need to remind like my audience and the people that i work with you have time for whatever you make time for so organizing will allow you to see how much time you waste so obviously you want to spend time with your family you want to spend time you know relaxing and you know things like that but you don't want to spend so much time relaxing and you know trying to get yourself back right a lot of people say I need me time yes me time is important because self-care and self-love and all that but if you have eight extra hours in a day you don't need eight hours of me time every single day
0: you know what I mean (laughs) no (laughs) I don't even think that's even realistic in this day and age honestly honestly but some people manage to be able to do that
1: Correct. Exactly. And it's just like you can see how much time you're wasting. Just like you can see how much time you're using wisely, you also get to see how much time you're wasting, you know, and you can begin to fill your day with all of those things that you actually want to get accomplished and get done. Another thing, just to kind of go into the chaos part of it, right? So you know who you want to be right you know you know that you have the future right i always say like do something today that the future you will thank you for right? right so you know who you want to be does the future you exist in chaos successfully and i always challenge my clients to think about that when they're wow. saying oh i don't want to stop doing this that or the other thing okay cool so you want to lose 30 pounds but you want to eat cake every night So does the future you that's 30 pounds lighter eat cake every day or not? Probably not because it's it's unrealistic unless you're working out two, three hours a day to burn that off, you know what I mean? Business-wise, does the future you exist in chaos? Yeah, you getting things done today and you're taking care of what you need to take care of, amazingly, I'm sure of it, right? But at the same time, for where you're trying to go, would you? Would it better serve you to organize things? Would it better serve you to use your calendar, to create you know, short lists, goal lists for the day? You know what I mean? What activity, and not just chaos, anything, not just the cake, not just whatever, what activities are you doing today that you need to stop because the future you is not served by them? Hmm. That'll help you change a lot of behavior, yeah, a lot of behavior, because if you can't explain to me why it serves you in the future, then
0: it probably doesn't serve you in the present. <laughs> right. You know it's, true. it's true. Yeah. It's true. Now yeah. you have covered so much, but could you just give me like four key factors, right? That uh-huh. one should always, always remember when they're trying to pursue anything in life. Yes. Anything. Four yes. or four things.
1: Four things. Okay. I'm gonna keep it to four. So One, write the vision. You can't aspire towards something if you don't know what you're working towards. I had a hard time with that. Just I I sighed for a moment. I had a really hard time with writing it down because I felt like I had to commit, but that's that's the point, right? Write the vision, make it plain. It doesn't have to be a 50-page dissertation, a business plan. You'll get there later. But if all you write down is, I want to open a daycare center, you at least know what you're working towards. You know what I mean? If you're, I want to be a television personality, you at least, you may have no idea how you're going to get there, but it's at least down and you know what you're working towards. So now you can structure your actions, right, towards that goal. And it's not just the randomness of whatever you want to do today. You have a concrete goal that you're reaching towards. Um, The second thing I would say is set emotional boundaries. A lot of people myself included, when I began to go through like a serious transition, because we all grow and transition from day to day, right? But once I made like a concentrated effort on saying, okay, I'm going to work towards being the me of the future and every day I'm gonna challenge myself to being a better version of me tomorrow than I was today. When I said that I realized that I have relationships in my life that are going to be problematic with the person that I am becoming, right? So regardless of what you're trying to do, be it start a business, be it lose weight, be it trying to, um, you know, have a deeper spiritual relationship, depending on what your beliefs are, or, you know, whatever, work on your confidence, whatever it is, there are going to be people in your life that you want to be happy for you that are probably there are going to be people in your life that you want to support you that are probably not going to support you you know there are going to be people in, in your life that are going to be like oh now you're on social media all the time and they're going to give you a hard time about it if you're in an industry like us where we're public facing and we have to be out for people to know who we are because we're influencers and we're for the people right mm-hmm. so you're going to have that you know some naysayers you're going to have people from the past that are talking about oh well you weren't doing that back in the day or whatever and what you have to do is for the people that matter, you have to have a conversation. And so listen, I love you. This is where I'm heading. You don't have to like it, you don't have to support it, you don't have to do anything. Just don't get in my way.
0: Absolutely. You know what I mean? And then we're good. Absolutely. <laughs> so, Who can't agree exactly. with
1: that? Exactly. So just making sure that you're you're being clear with the people that matter and setting those emotional boundaries so they can understand that you're changing and you're growing and you're working on something new and maybe not sharing your whole plan because you have to be careful with that as well, right? But giving them enough that they can understand that you're serious about what you're talking about and you're being consistent. And some people, they have to be eliminated altogether. You know, some people, if they're not worth the effort, and I hate to say it like that, but it is what it is. You know, it's not your job to heal people from whatever issues they have that's blocking them from being able to be healthy for you I don't have to throw you away I just can't hold you as close to me as I was before because it's not healthy for me and I can't sacrifice my emotional stability and my health and my happiness just because you don't understand that I'm growing I can't do
0: that. You know, that brings me that. to a uh, saying that my mother would always tell me when I was younger. She said, you know, the further you go in th- through life, the less people are going to be allowed on your journey. Mm-hmm. Everyone cannot mm-hmm. come with you. Correct. Everyone cannot come with you. <laughs> so I always keep that in mind. Even, you know, as I grow as a person, I always remember that. But all right. Mm-hmm. So what's the third factor? Okay, third one is affirmations affirmations of how i am positive self-talk
1: listen I, everybody that i talk to you i've tried to give affirm how great they are and remind them to affirm themselves of how great they are because the thing is is that the world is going to be nice or not It doesn't matter as long as you are strong in your position and your view of yourself. Yeah, the words may help. The words may set you back a little bit because you didn't expect some pushback. Because the more you grow and the bigger you become, the more impact you have. For every good thing you do, you have somebody in the background thinking something negative, right? And you have to be strong enough in yourself to know that I'm here for a reason. I have a mission. I have a purpose. I need to focus on that, right? Mm -hmm. So. Yourself daily, I am loved, I am intelligent, I am wealthy, I am strong, I am intelligent, I am impactful. Just telling yourselves these things, and and until you believe, even if you don't believe them when you first say it, Mm -hmm. say it until you believe it, and then after you believe it, say it until it is true.
0: Mm -hmm. And then after
1: it's true, keep saying it so it can stay true. Like it never stops.
0: (laughs) And what's number four? Number four.
1: would be to, and I gotta circle back to my be kind to yourself. Be uh, kind to yourself.
0: I agree with that. You have to be kind to yourself. You have to understand that
1: anybody that's been successful has failed anybody that has been successful has failed and they failed more than once. A lot of the millionaires that are millionaires have had filed bankruptcy, have you know, had issues with taxes, have had failed businesses, all these different things. And not necessarily because they were bad business people all the time. There's some of them, you know. But Were learning they were growing the product didn't work you know the economy changed or whatever the case may be and there was a failure in there you had an idea that tanked. you had to you know start over but that's how you become great you know what I mean you miss 100% of the shots you don't take that's another quote that I love mm. you miss 100% of the shots that you don't mm. take mm. so you can't be upset with yourself for trying and it not going the way that you thought it would be instead of being upset look for the lesson Be nice to yourself. Okay, that didn't go the way I thought it would be. I'm not giving myself... You know what I mean? So just be kind to yourself. Be patient with yourself and the journey for
0: sure. I love it. I love it. I want to thank you so much for taking the time out to spend with me and my listeners because I think it's important. You caught my eye because of your, your quotes that you post. To me, I feel like I cling to anyone who feeds my spirit and my soul right now. So I just want for those who may need your services, who may need to reach out to you to help build their brand, you know, who may need that accountability, that coach that'll keep them on their toes. How can my listeners reach you and stay in contact with you and follow you?
1: sure absolutely and thank you again you know for having me um i appreciate just a moment i appreciate Mm -hmm. what you're doing you know you're stepping out there you you've got a new platform where you're uplifting Mm -hmm. you know people in the community that are being positive authors and small business owners and things like that Mm -hmm. and it's it's really is amazing that you give people like myself
0: a platform on your platform to speak out and connect
1: with other people so that's amazing so I just want to thank you
0: for that. Not a problem. Um,
1: <laughs> but um as far as reaching me right you can find me on instagram um like coach underscore tracy that's so t-r-a-c-e-y and that's on instagram on facebook um my influencer page is Life coach tracy um on facebook so you can find me there same thing instagram I, i'm on twitter i got it symbol Life coach tracy <laughs> on twitter <laughs> as well um and then my website is emergerebranded.com.
0: rebranded.com so emerge it's rebranded.com i love it i love it thank you thank you so much for being a friend to the show and please don't be a stranger you know we might have to bring you up here every now and again to keep our listeners motivated because with all the things that's going on right now we still need that motivation to keep us going and we need life coach tracy and all of us there's no one in this world right now that doesn't need a life coach tracy in our of okay so thank you guys for listening thank you for tuning in until we meet again my friends bye bye